Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstuck Transformation with Edge. I am Hypnopunk, your host here today, and our topic is how to exit the matrix. And on to that in just a moment. But for all you people who have been listening for some time, I've put together a very, very special report called Five Ways on How to Become Unstuck in Your Life. Five tangible things you can do to become unstuck in your life. If you would like a copy for free, all you need to do is shoot me over an email at mail at lukenosis.com. That's M-A-I-L at Luke, L-U-K-E. Gnosis, N-O-S-I-S dot com. Mail at loopgnosis.com and just say, send me the unstuck report and I'll send that to you. Five practical things wherever you are in life, whether that be in your career, whether that be in health, whether that be in relationships, tangible things you can do, five tangible things to become unstuck. Yours free for being loyal to me. Now on with the show, The Matrix, one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite concepts. In fact, at some point, I will put together a workshop on how to exit the matrix. Um, but this will be a perfect introduction to it. Well, what is what is matrix? Well, I don't know how many of you have seen that movie from uh, 99 or 2000 with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> the matrix is essentially based on, uh, in some part, Descartes' work, who was a famous French philosopher back in, I want to say, the 1800s. And um, he was that we his philosophy was that we can't prove that anything actually exists at all. The only thing that can be proven is on some level we're conscious. We're conscious. We're conscious that there's something. We're conscious of something. Now, whether that be a physical body, whether that be a place called the world or the universe that we're in, we're not sure. But we're just conscious on some level that we exist. Now, we could be the human body uh, inhabiting this bag of skin that we float around this world in. Or we could just be a brain plugged into a vat somewhere on a spaceship. Nothing can be proven about that we exist. And all consciousness really is, is a collective agreement as to what is true. Because pretty much nothing's true. And if you would put most of your beliefs up into a court of law, pretty much they could all be disproved. So how does that help us? Well, oftentimes we get stuck. We get stuck in our own problems. We get stuck in the world. We get stuck in politics. We get stuck in our own head. And the interesting thing to realize is probably none of this is real. Now, the things I refer to as the Matrix are all the bullshit things that pull you off of course, that pull you off of your center from going in the direction that you want to go in. All the minutiae, all the nonsense, all the obstacles, all the uh, sheeple talking, mass media brainwashing us all, TVs, Facebook, getting us to believe and act in a certain way that fits their agenda. All of this is the matrix. Everything that's wrong in the world, everything that's an illusion in the world is the matrix. It's all the matrix, what I refer to as the matrix. And today is talk and today's podcast is all about seeing through that psychological illusion seeing through the matrix seeing it for what it is because in the movie the matrix neo the uh, uh, protagonist of the movie he's living a life as a believer as a computer programmer and then some someday sometime he falls into this world uh, and he's mentored by somebody called morpheus and morpheus is this person who sees the world for what it is 
and what it isn't, more importantly, that it's all a mass hallucination going on. And in reality, we all think we're part of this world, beautiful or ugly, however you choose to see it. But in reality, we're all on a spaceship somewhere in this dark, doomy clay place, but we're just getting all this stuff pumped into us to make us see the world in a certain way. So we give money, we give time, we give energy, and we don't rise up and challenge the things that need to be challenged and grab life by the balls, so to speak. I think a lot of things are responsible for that. I think we're ultimately responsible. We can't just blame our ignorance on, well, I just thought the world is the way it is because I watch the news and think the world is that way because the people in the news are telling me. And, oh, I believe this because somebody said this on Facebook. Actually, 10 people said this on Facebook, so it must be true. Um, there's certain concepts in life where uh, it might be it might be good to believe that they're true, like gravity. Like I wouldn't... I wouldn't suggest you jump off your balcony yourself to necessarily trust um, if such a thing called gravity exists. Um, that would be an extreme way, and I, and I would certainly not recommend that. But the way I look at the world is, how do you know anything's true? Like, truly, truly true. How do you know it's real unless you're there, unless you're participating in it? How do you know any news story is true? Just because Fox tells you? Just because CNN tells you? Just because the BBC tells you? Just because CBC tells you? The media has an agenda. It has a certain way of framing things. How do you know um, your president, your prime minister is true? Your, your politics are true? Well, you don't. You choose to subscribe to certain things that people are saying, but you don't truly know it's true. I mean, how would you know that it's real unless you were there, unless you were actually dealing with the thing? For example, we're hearing all these horror stories now about uh, Bill Cosby and uh, supposedly had, uh, for many, many years, had um, supposedly, allegedly dr drugged and uh, raped or molested many, many women. Now, my personal views on Bill Cosby, way before this stuff ever came out, I just did not like the guy. I thought he was a bit of a sanctimonious asshole. I remember hearing stories from people like Richard Pryor and Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy talking about Bill Cosby, calling him up and telling him not to use the N-word uh, in their acts because it was disrespectful to black people and they should edit it and it just annoyed me because it was they were black people they are black people and however they choose to do their comedies however they choose to do their comedy and for you to call up these people and to tell them to do a certain way is because you're holy and now what gives you the right to do that that's what rubbed me up wrong about that guy and essentially he was america's father for a while with that horrible show the cosby show that was very popular but i always had a bad feeling about him so now this story comes out that, you know, supposedly, allegedly that he has raped, molested, drugged, hurt, harmed. We're in about 200 women now have come forward. Now, my gut reaction is, yeah, Bill Cosby's a bad guy. This must be true. I never liked him. That's my gut reaction. And it might be true. But how do I know? How do I know he's guilty? How do I know he's done this? Because 200 women have come forward? Well, the argument could be, well, 200 women would not lie. But how do you know that? How do you know that for sure? Now, he may be guilty of all the things they said he's guilty of. I don't know. But I also know that I can't condemn the guy because I wasn't there. I wasn't a part of it. And many, many people could come forward. Many, many people can come forward and say something. Doesn't make it true.
I believe in the uh, Second World War and the First World War, there's a group of people that were called the Nazis that would scream something loud enough, long enough, that people started to believe that all Jewish people were evil. And there were certainly more than 200 Nazis out there at the time. So if you go by the philosophy of uh, a mass amount of people are saying something must be true, then all Nazis must have been true, which I don't particularly believe or subscribe to. But you see how ridiculous the statement is. But it always goes back to the point of how do you know stuff is true? Even if you were there, even if you were interacting with something, how do you know what you're seeing is true? Because you're filtering your experience in life by three filters, a minimum, uh, of uh, generalizing, deleting, distorting. Every piece of information that comes in, you're generalizing it. A part of your brain rapidly says, what's that like? So when you see red, you don't have to think, what does red mean? Automatically, red means danger, it means stop, it means urgent. Just know automatically, it saves time. Sometimes it's good to generalize things and sometimes it's not. We're always deleting pieces of information. Our unconscious mind at any moment's taking in um, about five million pieces of information. If you were consciously processing that, you would be crazy, your head would explode. So your unconscious mind comes in and says, well, what's the most pertinent information you need to know about this? And we'll edit that five million pieces of information to about five to seven piece of information not five to seven million five to seven piece of information you're deleting the rest now we never quite delete everything in our brain it's still in there some way but way 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 back and it'll be very hard to find we're doing that all the time it happens unconsciously and the last filter is we're distorting things we all distort things an example of this is you ever heard the thing of there's a car accident 10 people see the accident the police go and question these 10 different people and these 10 different people who were there tell you 10 different stories well the car was a ford uh the card was a lincoln the car was a ferrari it was a woman driver it was a male driver it was a black driver it was a white driver it was a midget driver it happened at 3 a.m it happened at 4 p.m it happened at 6 p.m it happened at 1 a.m 10 different stories are these people lying well that's questionable but really probably what's happening for most of them is they're distorting the information that's coming in it happens to all of us all the time so even if you are present for an activity that's happened how do you truly know it's real so ladies and gentlemen lucaholics punk us if you will how do we get outside the matrix well first you realize you're in it and then you tell yourself you live outside of it. You tell yourself that you live in the real world, the real, real world. You live outside the matrix and that everybody realizes this and follows you outside as well because that inspires it to do the same. Tell yourself that you are carefree and that you are courageous. Tell yourself that you live outside the matrix and it's simple, fun and easy. So you're living outside of it all of the time. Second, realize that most other people are in the matrix. Don't be mad at them. Don't be angry at them or try to get them out or prove that you're out of it or prove that they're in it or debate with them. Give no energy to that. If you do, you're going down deeper into the matrix. Number three, start doing the opposite of what most people do in every situation. Just kind of filter everything through. This is what most people are doing. What would they do in this particular situation and think about what the normal result would be and what would happen and so you wouldn't want to go down that road and have that result so you do the opposite this is what i know about having things happen very fast in your life first of all you'll never go as fast as you can you will only go as fast as you will 
as fast as you're willing to give up fear, to give up attachment to everything, to give up resistance, to give up the disillusion that's socially programmed matrix. If you actually gave up those things, you would have your inner game handled. It would just be handled. I didn't do this for a long time. I took a much longer path, which is another reason why I make these podcasts, so I can help you make yours shorter. Everything that you think means something, the only meaning it is, is the meaning that you give it. That's the only meaning it has. And that you got that meaning from somebody else. In fact, you learned it somewhere else. You got that from society, from your parents, the media, or whatever. For example, being rejected by a man, woman, work, situation, by your body. Let's take that for instance. Being rejected only means what you think it means because people told you what being rejected means. It doesn't actually mean that. So when you realize that everything you think means something, it's actually meaningless. Then you realize that being attached to something meaningless is meaningless and ridiculous. So just give it up and let it go. You can have whatever you're willing to give up wanting. Just realize that. Just realize that you don't need any of the things that you're told you need in the matrix. Because all those traditional concepts like dating, relationships, love, companionship, sex, negative emotions, possessiveness, jealousy, envy, control, boundaries, monogamy, ownership, drama, compromise, work, money, objects, all those things that you think about dating, relationship, life, accumulating goods are just traditional things that have been around forever and they don't exist any longer. They only exist in the matrix. They have no power, certainly have no power over you unless you give them power. The only power they have are the power that you give when viewed through the matrix. Now, when you live outside of the matrix, when you live outside the matrix, you live on the next level. These things no longer have the power they once did over you. In fact, you see them for what they are, which are just fake concepts. They are just ideas. None of them are real. And you understand that. And so you're free to create something new. It is a very, very exciting place to be. Although when you hear me say it like that, one of the things that probably holds you back and most people from living on this level is that you're afraid. You're afraid of what that would mean. What would it mean if I don't recognize those things anymore? Well, what it means is you're free. And yes, there will be other people who don't understand it and they will think you are crazy. They will fight you on it and they will argue with you and they will debate with you. And if you view that as an opportunity to inspire them, and by the way, remember, you can only inspire people actually living that life by living the life, your life outside the matrix and living your life on the next level. The thing is, you have to realize they're actually stuck in the matrix. They have no idea how to get out. And in fact, they some of them already actually think they're out. Some of them, some of them think they actually live in a new world, but they're really attached to it. They don't know what they don't know. That's why they don't debate. Well, that's actually, sorry, I should say, that's why I don't debate anymore with these type of people. It's just a waste of time. And what would your life be like? What would your life be like if you lived outside the matrix? Well, it would be extraordinary. You know, you'd wake up in the morning, no emotional roller coaster anymore. You have no negative emotions any longer. It's so freeing. It's so peaceful. And you can create anything you want. Nothing affects you ever again. It's awesome. No more emotional roller coasters.
You don't have negative emotions anymore, period. Those are just a byproduct of the matrix. You understand that you control how you feel at all times. You have to remember that in the matrix, everything you feel, you're told to feel. So anything you think is real, is not real. You've learned it. You've acquired it. And when you realize that monogamy, for example, is just a concept, again, you've been told that by other people who have a lot to lose. If you realize that it's all just a fantasy, that the matrix is a fantasy, they will hold to for now telling you, you know, this is the way it is and this is the way you should do things. Well, when you're on that level, you don't care. You don't care about what these people think anymore. You don't care about what you get or what you don't get. It doesn't exist anymore for you. You wouldn't have those emotions, that roller coaster. You wouldn't care at all. In fact, this is a very high level. You realize that people should be with whoever they want to be with whenever they want to be with them. So you're, So no more boundaries and so no more bullshit when it comes to things like that. You can have whatever you're willing to give up wanting. So in the past, in the Matrix, let's say you have a girlfriend and whatever and you catch her cheating on you. The only reason that you act and feel pain and you feel betrayed is that you've been told to feel that way. None of this is real. What life do you want? Do you want a life based on suffering and fear and attachment and drama and negativity, control boundaries? Or do you want to live a life of free, peacefulness, happiness and extraordinary life? If that's what you want, then you can live that. Most decisions people make are based on illusion, which is why they wake up one day and they feel unhappy. You know, I've told you before, you can choose to be happy. You can choose to be free, but you're not told that. You're told that when you have these 19 other things, you can be happy and you can be free. If you choose to be happy and give up those 19 things, then your life is free. You can have whatever you're willing to give up wanting. Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world, be it. Almost everything that's happening today in the world is caused by social programming. What we're doing now, what I'm doing with this podcast for you here is more of a movement. It is something that can change the future, will change the future, but you have to grasp onto it and you have to be it and have to live it and be committed to it. You can have whatever you're willing to give up wanting. I don't think everybody is getting divorced because things like they say, oh, well, I'm just unwilling to do the work. Why should it be work? Why should it be work? You should be going into relationships with someone so they can be more of who they already are and not someone that you're trying to fix or change, possess or control, be attached to, set boundaries for them. You're in a relationship so you can be more of who you are and allow them to be more of who they are. Anything other than that is just a construct of the matrix. It's all social programming meant to keep you deeper into the matrix, which doesn't work. Ultimately, if you're willing to live on the next level, you just got to stop caring. You just got to stop caring and just let stuff happen. If you're in the matrix, it's a very low level of being existed. It's why most people are miserable. It's why most people are stuck in the world, not having what they want, what they need. Once you give up fear and you give up attachment to everything and you give up the illusion of the matrix, you'll be on the next level and you can be with someone who's there as well because neither of you care and neither of you care that you don't care, not caring that you don't care, being attached to, sorry, being unattached to being unattached. It's a fascinating level. Then you wouldn't even care. You wouldn't, that conversation wouldn't come up with people anymore. It wouldn't be an issue because you'd be completely free to live the life that you want.
and allow the other people around you, significant others, to live the life they want as well. You're not trying to possess them, control them, not attached to losing them. You don't even feel lost anymore. You let that person be who, 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 who they already are. And more of it, you let them do whatever they want to do, no matter what it is, because you're free. And if you're unattached, none of this matters. It doesn't matter if you're single and hooking up or not hooking up. None of it matters to you because ultimately you live outside the matrix. You no longer require sex, companionship, love or anything else that's required in the matrix. You only require what sustains life, period. That's it. That's a scary concept for most people because you've been taught that you need all those things when in fact you don't need any of them. You just don't need it. You don't. You simply don't. But then people come up with comments like, oh, well, you don't want to end up alone, blah, blah, blah. It's just people in the matrix. You have to understand it and be okay with it. People are going to say that because they're attached, right? They fear. That's their fear. Their attachment, fear of being alone, fear of not being good enough, fear of not being in a relationship, fear of doing something that's unlike other, what other people's do. The moment you give up fear to attachment, give up the illusion of the matrix, give up caring about what people think of you, really giving up, then you'll be at the next level and you will be in a light. You can have whatever you're willing to give up wanting. If you're committed to being carefree, you wouldn't care. There's nothing to miss out on. This is just the matrix speak. And it's just what everyone wants you to believe. Oh, there's something you're missing out there. You should stay attached. A lot of people step back from greatness. They step back from the next level. Because in truth, people are terrified of being free. Everyone wants to be pulled back into the matrix. You are in a moment of greatness. Step forward. Take a step forward. You could experience love or passion, but they will be just without attachment. The only thing you need to be connected with is the universe. You need to be connected with freedom. You've been taught that you should want the physical and spiritual intimacy with a man or woman. Feel like those are butterflies in your stomach and be in love. That sentence right there is responsible for most people being un incredibly unhappy. That sentence is all about need, want, need, and nothing about having. This butterfly thing has just been sold to you and crammed down your throat like it has everyone else. So step forward. When you step forward and you let go, you'll look back at it and you'll laugh about the fact that you were attached to any of this. I'm just saying that whatever it is that you end up doing, just think, whenever, whatever you decide to step forward, or you can stay in the matrix. Just think before you do. Just think, are you are you out there? Are you thinking for yourself? Or are they someone else's thoughts? Are they your beliefs? Or are they someone else's beliefs? Just think, I could be, I can be, and I have the ability to be somebody who's self-developed. And it's not because I need something. It's not because I desire this. Because I have everything I desire. I don't even need desire. I'm connected to the universe. I'm already connected. I'm physically and spiritually intimate with myself. I don't need that from anyone else. When you stop needing stuff from other people, you start to live an extraordinary life. And a lot of things that you care about now, and a lot of the things that consume you right now, will no longer consume you and you'll no longer care about. So if you were sitting down and wonder, well, if it's so easy to be carefree, this is how people should really be living in this freedom, then why don't most people do it? Because 99.99% of your day has been given, you're being given the opposite information to keep you locked in the matrix. You can have whatever you're willing to give up wanting. If you stop focusing on wanting and just start focusing on having,
then you'll actually have it. When you just make the statement, I have, and then just let go of everything else, you will actually have it. You can have whatever you're willing to give up. Be okay with being bored in this moment. And the moment you're okay with that, stuff will start happening. When you live outside the matrix and you know how the matrix works, you can sit back and you already know what's going to happen. It's almost like having a crystal ball, like that scene in the matrix where everything slows down and Neo just sees everything for what it is. And you'll know how almost every single conversation is going to end, how every night will end, everything. Just keep telling yourself that hooking up means nothing, sex means nothing, money means nothing, that new car means nothing. None of it means anything. It's all meaningless. Just tell yourself that over and over again. It's a great exercise. The same way you cultivate carefreeness or indifference, it's this exercise. So your reaction in the moment, when you hear about it and you hear yourself, you hear about someone doing really, really well and you're like, oh God, that old voice, that person is doing really, really well. Oh my God, that means I'm doing shit. Oh God, I feel worthless. Instead of doing that, just be like, I'm excited for them, good for them, I'm glad they're doing well, awesome, great to hear, because that gives you permission to be great as well. And just keep telling yourself that this means something, excuse me, this means nothing, this means nothing, and that means nothing, rather than it means something, and this is what it means. And you make something up that is something that you've heard out loud or something that you've said before over and over again. This is the only reason that you believe these things. Everything in your life is perfect, cool, and courageous. On the rare occasions that things turn out different than the way you want them, you're fine with that. Just keep telling yourself that over and over again. I use that to go to the next level. And if you, in a moment, you make a mistake, you train yourself to say, awesome, just another opportunity to take my life to the next level. So I am, and I do. That is a killer thing to do in the moment. Seriously, I do this all the time that's why i live in total freedom my house is quiet i lay on the couch i do what i want when i want with whomever i want i travel the world do whatever i want to do in my life it wasn't always that way but now my life is becoming even more extraordinary now why you might say oh my god this is how much could i take all of this freedom well listen we build structures based on complications you can see this you can build a whole industry on complications economics is complicated now what we're what we're going to need you know in terms of professors and tenures and who create these papers and teach re research and need research grants that keep it complicated and there are no breakthroughs same way with socializing dating relationships health business all this kind of stuff there's a lot of stake at, at keeping it complicated for you keeping you attached to a certain vision of it because you wouldn't want to upset the status quo. I mean, if you would upset the status quo, what would happen? All these industries that are built around attachment, around your current way of thinking, the current brainwashing practices that come from these places, just once you got through that, if the opportunity was there to keep it simple, it would simply just disappear and you'd see it for the illusion that it wants and that it is. And if you do this, if you keep it simple, if you keep reframing it, this means nothing, this means nothing, this means nothing. Reframe every part of your life. Then you wouldn't waste a single moment because you'd make everything easier. You'd realize that everything is in your head and your life would be extraordinary. And it is extraordinary. Keep everything simple. And if you do that, if you practice that every day, it will be a habit. It will be effortless 
and it will be simple and it will be effortless and simple because you tell yourself it's effortless and simple. If your goal is to survive, you will, so choose instead to thrive and you will. It will take the same amount of energy but the results are miles apart. So it's all really about reframing your beliefs. So if your story is, well, I'm just trying to survive right now and that's all I'm focused on, survival, financially, in relationships, in my health and every other way, then that's exactly what the world, what the universe will give you in return because you're just surviving, that's all you want. Now if you switch out the word surviving instead you said I'm focused on thriving right now then that's what the universe will give you see it's just a quick reframe understand and remember the concept of creating you're creating every single moment the emotional state that you're in the moment you're thinking the moment you're creating write it down relive it in your head tell it to another person cementing it in your head what you want exactly feeling how or be like because when you get into this habit of Developing this story, seeing your energy and vibe change, and more importantly, allowing it to change. Realizing that you are the source and take full 100%, full 100% responsibility. Avoid blaming other people. Take responsibility. Focus on changing yourself at the source. Your vibe is directly connected to how you think and what you're thinking. Think about what you're thinking about because most people can tell. So when you're out and you're interacting with people, they immediately get a vibe from you. Whether it's on a business call, a business meeting, they immediately get a feel from you, which you convey certain things without speaking. And they'll treat you based on what your vibe is. You are always creating period with every word you speak and every thought that you think. You're always creating. So make sure you're creating things the right way for you. Use only positive words, like stuff like, I'm keeping myself on track, I'm constantly reframing, I'm aware, and I'm thinking about how I'm speaking, and I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about, and it's always positive. Always reframe, always keep changing that story. Stop listening to people in the matrix. Being something is never hard, because it's who you are. The only hard thing is doing things that you're not, pretending, acting, trying to be someone that you're not. This is what I'm talking about. You've been taught to be obsessed by something, to go after it. You need it. You, you should act like you need it more than life itself because all these athletes and celebrities tell you, musicians, that it's all I ever want to do was to be a musician, to be an actor, to be an athlete. I eat it and I breathe it and so on. Well, when you're eating it, when you're breathing it, what they're actually telling themselves is they're visualizing it, they're seeing it, they're feeling it, and they're taking steps inside their mind and then throughout the body, because we know the world is created in two places, first your mind and then their body, to make it more real. So what I'm saying is give up the dream of being a touring musician, a professional athlete, an actor, and be a touring musician, and be an actor, and be a professional athlete. Do all the things that these people would do every day. You need to act as if you're already living it. I'm happy. I'm doing this. But I'd be happy if I was doing something else as well. Just as happy. Happier, probably. So that's how I think about things. Therefore, what makes you do things is who you are. Being that person. Because being not attached to it, you don't have to find your validation from the success in these areas. You find your validation from yourself and by being who you are. Enjoying it and love it. You may get some level of validation from doing these things, but realise it does not validate you as an individual. You are validated. You validate yourself. You're self-validated. 
you can eat your cake and have it too yes i did say that right that's the original way of saying that quote realize that you're a validated person and you're not seeking validation from someone else if you challenge yourself daily to live outside your con comfort zone and you do it consistently you'll end up being comfortable being uncomfortable and if you do it every single day without fail especially on the days that you don't want to push through on those days challenge yourself to find that moment when you're most vulnerable where you could foul big where you could quit or whatever and then just go through it go through it take the next step i do the same thing i sit in this comfy chair and i try to figure out every day how to take my life to the next level how i could do something to get out of my comfort zone something that i could really fail at and what i've done is I've done something that's uncomfortable but I've done it so long now that it becomes uncomfortable and if you really think about it the only people who are free are the people that live outside the comfort zone live outside the matrix because all the comfort zone all the matrix is is the comfort zone you can stay there and be comfortable most of your life but you will not grow you will not grow and you'll look back at your life and be like all those fouled opportunities of things that you could have grasped life by but you failed to do it because you stayed in your comfort zone. You stayed in the matrix. Really the comfort zone, which is really the matrix, is just a wolf in sheep's clothing. So I hope you got something from that today, guys. As an accompaniment, an accoutrement, if you will, to today's podcast, I might recommend that you listen to the podcast entitled My Story or How to Write Your Story. I believe it's podcast number six on the unstuck uh, network and that will be an, a, a perfect a perfect thing to listen to to complement if that's even a word um, to go along a nice companion with what we've gone today and what we've chatted about today to help you to become unstuck in your life and take your life to the next level to write a different story and actually the story podcast is podcast number eight if you'd like to listen to it to construct it to help your mind get on the right channel on the right track so to speak so you might want to listen to this a couple of times because sometimes i get very passionate in these podcasts and i talk and sometimes these words get a little jumbled up and i remember i used to be nervous about it. I'm like i did not speak perfectly when i gave that speech today oh my god Oh my God, I'm complete, complete failure. I'm a complete mess. And I remember hearing a quote from Tony Robbins and the quote was, hey, I talk, I love to talk and sometimes all my words are not perfect. Sometimes I'm so passionate that I run over my words. They seem a bit garbled, but really it's about the passion that you get from it. And then Tony Robbins went on to become and still is the most successful public speaker, motivational guru of all time. If I worried about making these things perfect for you guys, I'd never record a podcast. I'd still be sitting at home uh, thinking about it, wanting to do it, willing it, but never actually doing it, getting caught in analysis or paralysis. Instead, I have a thought, I have a concept, and I just put it out there raw to you. I've been Hypnopunk. This has been another episode that I hope you've enjoyed of Unstuck. And as always, guys, if you've enjoyed these, we want to grow the community. Please like and share these on your Facebook or your social media. Uh, refer them to friends. And also, 
I'm offering what we call a power session. And what a power session is, is, is a 3.30 minutes with me where we can talk. Now, let me tell you, first of all, it is not a therapy session. It is not a hypnosis session. But it's an opportunity for us to talk probably over Skype, find out about something that's perhaps keeping you stuck in your life and you have a willingness to become unstuck. And we'll brainstorm some ways over about 30 minutes on how you can become unstuck in those areas. If you'd like one of those free of charge, all you need to do is go over to iTunes or however you're listening to this podcast. Leave me a five-star review. Actually, do a little bit of a write-up. A couple of sentences would be perfect. And then send me a screenshot over of that at mail, M-A-I-L, at lupnosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S.com. And we'll arrange that for you. Always believe. (laughs) Whoa! <laughs>